This is Agents Influence Podcast. I brought up this idea and I call it Avengers. I want to be part of the revolution, not just like did something small in it and, and had an exit. And I think that over the next X amount of years, even the agency force or the broker force can be completely done differently. And that's how I would like to work with the other insure techs is getting involved in something like that where we're combining all our powers. That's what interests me is all of us coming together and starting the next wave of aggregates, the next wave of the insurance in a box for new agents. I'm Jason Cass and we're going to help you think differently. Alright, alright, alright. Welcome you loyal listeners to another episode of Agents Influence Conversations with who? Cass. But here's the deal. Once again, it is InsureTech Week. That's right. Better than Shark Week. All right, because we are bringing it to you. So that means you know automatically, like you've heard from the other podcast this week, Jeff She, my boy, is on here. He's on here for a reason because he is the CEO of a tech company, Coverhound, but he also has his, uh, what should I say, finger on the pulse, ear on the ground to a lot of things that are happening in money, in crypto, and in insure tech, and leads, and agency acquisitions, and most importantly, just kicking ass for the insurance industry. That's why I love Jeff. You loyal listeners know I only bring people on to help me who truly have, who are good people and truly have the insur- the insurance industry at heart. And then we got over here, Sue, Sue, Sudica, uh, Matt Sudica, just like the song, loyal listeners. Come on, sing it, sing it to yourself right now while you're in the car, while jogging down the road. Sue, Sue, Sudica. I think it's Phil, Phil, Phil Collins. Is that what you said, Matt? Phil Collins. Yes, yes. He wrote it just yeah. for our family. That wrote it just for their family. It's an incredible story. You ought to read about it in his biography. Uh, That's going to be coming out in 2037. Now, hey, uh, Matt, thank you very much for joining us. And uh, I'm really excited to get to know you a little bit more rather than just being out there on the social world. Yeah, glad to have me. Uh, Anytime Jeff texts me, whether it's 3 a.m. or whatever, and says I need to do something, uh, you mentioned he knows everybody. He is like the Kevin Bacon of insurance, right? So Kevin Bacon of insurance is a good, yeah, good comparison. <laughs> yeah. So Je- Jeff, Jeff has got me doing all kinds of stuff, uh, and this is uh, one of the things I've been most excited for because I am a um, a loyal listener. I think that's what you uh, consider everybody, right? That uh, absolutely listens to you and. I, I've been sitting around uh, just waiting for the call uh, from Cass one day to get on and do a, uh, some type of podcast. And it's like, <laughs> you know, how many how many days do I have to wait? But Christmas has came early. I'm here. And uh, oh, I love Shark shit. Week. And if this is better, I, I, you know, I'm in. Count me in. Insure Tech Week. That's right. That's right. Changing the industry. Changing the industry. That's what we do. At the beginning says change your life, change your family. And in the end... We're going to change an industry, and that's what we're doing here. Matt, you ready? I'm ready. Are you an iPhone or are you a Droid user? I'm an iPhone guy. 
Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Last after <laughs> look at she. He loves it. He loves it. Bouncing okay, like he's right. listening to some hip hop going down the road, saying yes. Look at him. You know, I, I, I'm Apple. It's all one the of way. the cool crowds. Yeah. <laughs> Matt, tell me the last app you downloaded, man. Oh uh, gosh, uh, it's it, everything's from my baby right now. So it was uh, this little app that you know tracks his his movements and his videos and whatever the, the wife has me downloading right now. So uh, baby related apps right now is uh, is a hot hot commodity in our house. You have one child. Yeah, brand new little eight week old uh, boy named Penn. Oh, so our firstborn. Remember it? I remember seeing it on Facebook. That's right. So many of my friends are having kids and getting married. I can't keep all of them. Sue, Sue, Suduka. All right. So, um, do you love to win or do you hate to lose? Uh, I mean, I think it's typical for everybody in our spot to say hate to lose. So I'm going to go with I just I, I love to win. I mean, I to me it's you? you know yeah. I mean, I I love the idea of you know, knowing what a win looks like and then, you know, and then hitting it. So, uh, I'll go with that answer. Okay. All right. All right. I like that. Two things. So loyal listener, you know, that skill or luck, which one's been a bigger factor in your life? Oh, um, which one do you put hard work or, uh, <laughs> or you know, under skill or luck? I would, uh, skill, I skill of working hard. Okay. Then I'll go skill. Yeah. Uh, yeah, always, really uh, do. Always a hard worker, uh, you know, never the smartest, but uh, I'll outwork you. That's always been kind of my, you know, mind frame. Same motto here, brother. Same here, motto here. Um, and, yeah, no, well said. I think a lot of us could say that, you know. Um, I don't brag because I didn't go to college, but I am happy that I didn't go to college but then I'm also sad I didn't go to college because you know what I mean and more from this just the experience as I get older with education and learning I'm like man I wish I would have learned this in actual lecture forum problem with then I wasn't interested in it like I am now you know it's education is is wasted sometimes on the youth and in a weird way right I I think the same thing I have the same conversation my wife all the time that you know, I would have loved to go to these classes I spent thousands of dollars on back at 18 that I only cared about going to the bar at that time or whatever it was, you know, or girls or, you know, whatever. And now I would kill for one of those classes to actually like learn about economics or, you know, or this or that. So uh, we got to flip it. I think the same thing about like, we, we use all of our money after 50. And, you know, it's like, our money we should use when we're in our twenties and thirties, and then just be normal lifestyles after 50. You know, so we do a lot in reverse. We really, really, truly do. Hey, remember this show, Benjamin Button or something like that? The mm-hmm. story of Benjamin Button. or You remember that one, She? With yeah. Brad Pitt and he mm-hmm. like is born and goes backwards or whatever. That, that was a cool movie, man. Someone was. was creative thinking of that shit. Man, take <laughs> us back to uh, high school. Take us back to your diapers. As far as you want to go back in about two or three minutes, bring us forward to tell us who you are so we can relate, brother. Very cool. Very cool. Uh, yes. Uh, small town kid out of Michigan. Um, uh, you know, uh, went to college, Michigan state, and since we brought up, uh, college, not college, uh, I am proud of that from a standpoint that I love our sports teams and had some good times up at, uh, at Spartan, uh, Spartan land. Uh, after college, I went right into insurance. Um, my dad, uh, has owned a state farm for 40 years. So I grew up in, in the captive world, uh. you know, diapers. So I opened up, uh, scratch agency. I think I was like 22, 23, right out of college, uh, in Indianapolis, uh, did that for gosh five six years. Uh, then went and opened up a scratch independent, 
in Illinois, uh, got connected with some guys in the real estate space. Uh, uh, they owned uh, a large portion of uh, Century 21 uh, real estate company. So we built kind of a brokerage around real estate and uh, helping them with their homeowners policies. And uh, from there, I started getting heavily into the insure tech space. Uh, since Jeff is on the call, and I always have to bring this up to him, um, I started posting about insure tech and guys like Jeff at the time were, you know, uh, you know, giving me side messages about nationwide and uh, and then over time, that's actually how Jeff and I uh, started our um, our relationship is, which is kind of unique is we were, him and I were both seeking truth, right? Like, you know, and we were, you know, what's going on with our industry. And that's kind of how him and I met was this idea of the insure tech space, uh, started working in that along with real estate and uh, did a lot of consulting and stuff for the insure techs over that time. And then finally, uh, I had two brothers from Chicago convince me to come move my company over to OB and and kind of give my uh, own hand at the insure tech space uh, as an actual uh, owner and employee, if you will. And that's where I'm at today. Dude, sounds great. So, so it's crazy. LB is a is a is an insured tech because I think it has to do with dogs. You have a kennel system. OB seems like oh, you're talking about the okay. I got you. I forgot that you worked there, Matt. That's goofy as can be, but it's just it's what I think of. I don't know why I think of a dog. I don't know if there's a thing called OB the dog. Is that your guys' mascot, Matt? You know what? Like that is really odd and weird because there's only like three people that know that. Ryan, our our CEO, his dog was named Obi, uh, and that's where the name came from. I actually didn't find that out till like somewhat recently. So, Shame. so I, 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 you know, I mentioned that I have an iPhone, and since you brought that up, I'm assuming that you're tapping into my iPhone conversations because there's only like three or four that people is wild, you know, that no, actually know that that's where it came from. Uh, so, you know, Cass, as always, you are on the up and up of uh, knowledge. Dude, I swear <laughs> I didn't know that. I just picture that and feel it. She, I'm telling you, Odie listen to me about Garfield. my crypto shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Garfield's good too. Yeah, what is it? What is it? Yeah. I think it's Odie. That might yeah. be where What's you're interesting, coming from. Interesting. So interesting fun fact. Um, earlier you dropped to the listener that I am CEO of Coverham. And um, that is actually not correct. I am the CEO of Quahan. Quahan logo. <laughs> My fault. Yeah. Dude, you should have corrected logo me then, Jeff. <laughs> nah, it's okay. I'll let you keep on talking. So Quahan logo is also a puppy as well. So, you know, if you put Quahan together, Obi together, Dodge together, Shiba Inu together, you know, we have like a little little puppy meal. We're like, we're, um, we're, 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 the, we're the dog pound, baby. We're the dog pound. Yeah. <laughs> I actually looked up Coverhound. Coverhound was acquired by Brown Brown for 111 million, according to Crunchbase, and they were invested by Hiscox and a couple other, couple other big and short type investors. So you know, yeah. while I was listening oh to gosh. you, I was doing yeah, my research. I would like to be Coverhound. the CEO of uh, Coverhound too, Jason. Can you just can you get me that uh, to happen? Like, <laughs> dude, that's funny. What's funny is Chubb. Sumimoto Insurance Company, Hiscox, and Affleck in- invested in their Series D. We're talking about four of the most prominent like investment companies, right? And then Series C was American Family. I mean, everybody who is an insurance investor on the VC side invested in Coverhound. 
That's pretty interesting. And Jeff, so, you know, for the listeners, Crunchbase is. is where you can find some random information about random companies. And um, I was just looking it up. Wow. That, dude, great. <laughs> Go ahead, Matt. Matt, what are you going to say? No, Matt, dude, I, I let's think get it, on with That's good. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Tell us a little bit about before we get on about insure tech and all the cool shit in this industry. What is Obi? Why and why did you join it? Why did you like it? Um, I, you know, my number one is like I said, I got to see a lot of firsthand what was going on in the insure tech space, and uh, and then I knew the independent space, and I felt like our product, which is a one to four unit uh, rental product, right for landlords. Uh, and you know, in 50 states, that's kind of what we're, you know, we're trying to do is I felt like we could be really the Dropbox for the space. And what I meant by that is if I went and joined Hippo or Lemonade or whatever, there's a lot of traffic in the home and auto space, right? And there's a lot of competition. There's a lot of good legacy carriers still just in general. So uh, being pro-independent uh, agents, right? And that's what I was always trying to help these insure techs get into if I called even the two of you or the average broker and said, Hey, I got a new home carrier for you. It's great. Blah, blah, blah. You're like, I already have home carriers, already have auto carriers. It's not a huge need. You know, you know, why would I bring it in where the typical broker, right? Most likely doesn't have the world's greatest uh, carrier for the rental space. Right. Or they could really use something that's quick and efficient to get their aunt Sally who just called in, who bought a rental downtown and, and wants to insure it. Um, so we felt like we could really get into almost, you know, every brokerage across the United States because we were building a product that, yeah, it might not write as many as home and auto, but we can be involved with everybody and really be a tool that, you know, most brokerages, you know, could use to have in their, their agencies and, you know, make their agency better instead of, you know, trying to flip a traveler's HO product over or trying to, you know, uh, you know, get a limit on some of these carriers, Sedra, things like that. So that's why I got into the space is I felt like we were, uh, we were in a good position to really, um, you know, I use the word Dropbox, but be the Dropbox of the space. So did you, so the Dropbox of the space, why do you say that? Dropbox plays nice with everybody. My question. Yeah. Right. So, you know, whether Ah. you're Microsoft, you're Apple, you know, you're any product, you're Slack. Dropbox says, look, you know, we do something specific, right? And we'll integrate with anybody. Like we're not, we're, you know, you know, anyone can use us to store files and you can access it from whatever you use. You you want to access from Slack, you want to access it from Google, you want to access it from Outlook, whatever you want uh, to do, uh, we'll be a partner. And that's, that's kind of why I feel that way is we want to be, a partner to everybody instead of as much uh, competition focused. Okay. All right. She dog, what you got? I mean, I know your gears are over there turning. So, you know, love. So this is like involved in short tech, right? So in short tech, our people know the problems, right? If you want to be amazing at in short tech, you got to be amazing at understanding all the problems. Um, I'm going to give you multiple questions. So, what is the most broken thing about your space that you guys are trying to reimagine for the future? And then take us back to the first meeting. Is there like a music playing? Sorry, dude. Sorry. I, I, I accidentally hit a button and I couldn't make it go off. I apologize, loyal listeners. My God. Loyal listeners, sometimes I'm Jason sorry. Cass is a professional, but sometimes Jason Cass. I'm sorry. 
is on his Android mode. So that was an Android mode. No, so I mean, I have this, this thing. It's really kind of crazy. Sorry. <laughs> I, about that, I, I, I can jump ahead, in on yeah. that, uh, Jeff. I think <laughs> number one is, um, first and foremost, is the rental space is so much different in 2021. You know, even take away COVID, rentals are Airbnb, you know, uh, VBRO, uh, short term. All these different, you know, things. Prop tech uh, companies are coming into the space, right? We're talking about insured tech, but there's also prop tech, right? Like the property tech companies, the property managers are digitalizing, and so our number one thing is we wanted to have a product that actually makes sense for what's going on right now, right? People need to be able to endorse this thing to use it for Airbnb or VBRO or any of these platforms. Uh, even simple, there's, there's not a lot of great products for even in the old school, like just if someone's doing a renovations or it's going to be vacant, um, or they're going to remodel their place, you know, a lot of times you're having to flip that to a, uh, fully or partial earned builder's risk policy for a little bit, or you're having to go somewhere else and put it as vacant. And then when it's finally is filled, you can kind of then put it back to an, uh, a standard, uh, rental product. We really think that it should be one product that you're endorsing on basically the uh, the lifestyle, if you will, of like the, the thing. So if it's if their lifestyle is saying, hey, we're going to be vacant for a little bit, let's endorse that. They're going to, you know, update themselves and do a, a, a makeover. You know, let's endorse that for a little bit. And then depending on how you want to rent it out to others, let's make sure that we're, you know, uh, you know, equating for that. And we're not making you change six carriers during your, you know, your journey. Wow, that is interesting. So it's not so much just the tech of it; it's also the simplicity of using the actual pol- the product itself. Um, so that's interesting. I like that. That helps with servicing and all kinds of things. That goes beyond the "Hey, here's our tools to make it easy to get a quote" and things like that. I like that a lot. Um, yeah. And I also found out it's Susu Studio. So Susu Studio, some of the fans hitting me here live as we uh, go <laughs> live for across the world are telling me it's Susu Studio. So sorry about that, loyal listeners. Yeah, and and actually, okay. they did like the clapping. So I thought it was pretty cool. Um, I like what you're saying, though, Matt. So so um, a, a broker like me, uh, the Insurance Alliance in beautiful downtown Edwardsville, could get access to OB and start using you for our um, for our vacants, our, our our rentals, and all that kind of stuff. Is that right or yeah. wrong? That is uh, part partially okay. right. We're coming to agents in 2022. We haven't fully launched with the agency force, but yes, uh, you will be able to. Uh, we started off with our version of DTC. Right now, if you follow me on social, you're probably seeing a post about this almost daily. Um, we're direct to channel partners, so that was the other big piece that we're using tech is that. A lot of these prop tech companies, Blong Home, Roofstock, Nest Egg, Fundrise, you name it, uh, we're trying to build out a widget or build our policy within their tech to allow them to get insurance faster for their clients. Um, the reason why I like the channel partner space is insurance is always, you know, Jeff knows this from being a leads guy and everything, is insurance comes to you and leaves you usually in the same manner. You know, if you're doing leads, they'll leave leads. If it's Google, they came to you, they'll probably Google search again. And so I like being partner-based and channel part-based where, you know, we're providing insurance to someone who's coming to someone for something else. They actually have to leave that property manager or that uh, that app to leave our insurance. So that's why we started with those. Um, and that's what we're launching right now. And then going into 2022, 
uh, we'll start to launch um, our agency force, if you will, our, our brokerage appointments. Hello, loyal listeners. Hey, are you a local agent struggling to find markets for your client? Maybe you, maybe not. Look no further than Nation Brokerage Solutions. With over 200 carriers, their comprehensive options give you what you need for your customers' ever-changing needs. With NBS, as they say it in the cool world, you can confidently offer a wide range of options to better support your customers and grow your business, A.K. agency. Don't settle for less. Do more with NBS. For more information about Nationwide Brokerage Solutions, visit NBS Brokerage dot com cast certified okay so basically you're you're referencing embedded insurance absolutely so you know this is 2022 2022 in my opinion what i foresee is embedded insurance is going to be the biggest growth of insurtech in 2022 and just all insurance across the land so you call it what you call it embed embed insurance so Think of it like this, like um, you are reaching out to Kavana and Kavana say, hey, you know, you guys have a lot of people have auto insurance transaction every single day. Would you put a link to my website and my website going to have a radar and quote people on their auto, quote people on their homes. And, you know, anytime you have a, a cross integration with a, a company that have already tons of internal Online traffic, website hooks, website traffic, you know, those are all embedded insurance. And embedded insurance usually work on a revenue share basis or, you know, you know, let's just say Kavana who set up their own Jason Cass agency under Jason Cass. So, you know, embedded insurance is going to be the biggest growth because right now the digital channel of digital acquisition online is crushing insurance carriers on the combined rate. If you look at it like progressive combined rate skyrocketing a lot of people say oh that's because their loss ratio is going up that is correct but it's also their combined rate their cost of acquisition digital traffic and through the direct carrier side i mean their call center side their call center payroll is going up um the acquisition going up so embedded insurance is going to be the what's what's always new what's new is old so. right so you just last night i'm sitting there watching uh uh the football game and I pause it, you know, because you got to run in the kitchen real quick. And I pause it, and up on the side of the screen pops a a, a, a flow, and she's like, "Hey, mm-hmm. while you're taking a break, check us out. It just takes." I can't remember what it said. And I'm thinking to myself, how many times does does the husband or the wife walk away to go do something, help the kids, and the other person's like, "Well, shit, I'll just go online real quick and get a quote because it's they're embedded." Yeah. Is that what you're saying? I, they're embedding themselves. No, that's that's just a spot spotlight share. Oh, so basically, sorry. flow progressive pay for that insurance spot mm-hmm. right to to a brand, continue to okay. put a brand image in front of you. Embedded insurance is just like a web flow traffic that's one click or two clicks away. And then like think think Credit Karma. So when you're on Credit Karma app or LowerMyBill.com app, and then boom, there's one click. Uh, your credit has gone up. You can sell now save money on your auto insurance. So that's embedded gotcha. insurance. Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, Matt, correct well, No, embed. You, that you makes are, like an embed. You are 100% correct. We're actually kind of taking it to even another level because uh, InsureTech is really uh, data, right? Like insurance has always been data, right? And what you can do with it. And so 
we're actually going the next step. Uh, imagine going into your mortgage site right now that has all the data on your home already, all the all the points that we would need to do a homeowner's quote, right? Uh, that you would plug in. And when you're in there paying your bill, it actually says, we have insurance for $2,100 for the year, right? Click here to buy. Because we've pulled all that data already, uh, quoted it, pre-quoted it right in the system, and it's literally ready to bind. So we're doing that for all these uh, companies that have all this data that we need to quote a rental product, right? Like they already know the address and uh, the square foot and all the things that we would collect. We're rushing our stuff through it and literally providing that quote right in their portal and they can click and bind it and it's in place, right? So it's it's taking it to another level. It's almost, uh, we've, we all own brokerages here and we've done the home and auto in some forms. And at one point in your career, I bet you did something called what I call a home no auto list or an auto no home list where you're basically are trying to like round out your book, right? And you so you print these lists Yep. You know, I, I'm old school. I used to make cold calls, right? You know, and so if you can imagine, you know, yep. right now you're calling that client saying, hey, we have, I know you, we, you have your home. Can I quote it? And you're getting the objections of, I don't have time. I don't have all this stuff. But if you can imagine if you embedded, right? Um, and now your team is actually calling and saying, hey, we noticed you have your home. We have it quoted for 816 through X, right? The, you know, this carrier, OB, Right. Is that something you want to do? And if they say yes, you can bind and take payment right through Stripe right then and there and be done. Like, can you imagine how much better you would do on the, just a simple list like that? And that's what right. really Embedded is bringing to the space is that we're pre-quoting bindable policies uh, to make things more efficient. Yeah, I mean, it's probably like another reason why Amazon of the world trying to buy everything that's like home related, right? You ever hear that thing called insure, um, insure Internet of all things, yeah, yeah right? IoT. But they're trying to entry, enter IoT of anything that's home related, household related, right? Like Ring.com, etc. So you know, whenever you are entering someone's household, now you're entering someone's household through apps, through website portals, and then now it can link to things like insurance, health insurance, healthcare, home maintenance, all that stuff. So embedded product and embedded insurance is. Yeah. It's all the growth in 2022. It's it's really powerful. You know it's, what? I also it's going to take on a lot of revenue away from Google. Yeah, and what? That's a good point. I, I also hear here that um, I talk about in the Great Separator uh, about the fact that we have uh, in the future you will make more money off your the data in your agency will be worth more than the revenue stream that you have coming in from it. And loyal listeners, if you listen to what um, Matt is saying, he's talking about prop insure. Right. So we're not even talking about, I'm sorry, prop, prop tech, excuse me. Uh, so, and then we have insure tech and he's talking about prop tech for the property managers and stuff out there. And, and it's utilizing the data they already have and the data that we already have to be able to create that quote and embed that in that whole system to come down for, yeah, maybe you may not be able to pay, be paid off the commission, but there's other ways that you can legally pay to where now the data that that property management company has is worth something to him, but also the the fact that they have the data on some of their own property being sold is a value for both chains. So we can start to see that, I mean, insurance companies um, one day will want to, in a, in a big, huge way, 
get the data that is inside of our agencies. And I think a lot of the stuff, Matt, you have is 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 categorical data, right? Their address, uh, the year the house was built, those square footage. But I think also, loyal listeners, it's about the behavioral data of how that person is shopping, um, how that property manager is using their clients and their, their people and how they're managing their own data. Because the more the data, the better the data, the cleaner the data, the more organized the data, more of the data, how the data is stored is going to create it easier for a company like OB to be able to access and use that data, willing there to pay more for it. And this is not something, you know, Jeff says in three years that embed will be the big, oh, will be one of the biggest increases. Um, for it to be embed, there has to be software, but there has to be able to be a movement of the data. And we see that it is a huge thing in like Southern Illinois, where, where we still have county records that aren't digitized, right? So my VAs know that if they see a, um, a, a homeowners come through in one of these counties, they immediately have to um, be able to, or my agents, excuse me, when my, when my agents see that it's in one of these counties, they have to ask more questions. If they find out that it's in Edwardsville, Illinois, we don't have to ask as many questions because the data is already there, you know? And so to be able to use that is just, is just vital. And I, I think it's important that we say it, that we hear that. Um, anybody, you guys have anything to add to that? Uh, I do anything? real quick, you know, so, ahead, you Matt, know, please. Cass, I think the, the cool thing about it, and uh, this is what Jeff and I talk about all the time. I mean, one, I'll save you the crypto stuff that I think like VeChain and stuff like that's going to do to records and, and everything for us in the future. But, uh, you know, what this is going to enable, if you think about it, is if we could teach this same type of embedded philosophy to all of our standard carriers, right? You know, then I'll use Obi as an example. Cass, you call me up next year. And you say, hey, you know what? Um, I don't know about Obi, but I, uh, I love you, Matt, and I want to work with you, right? And so we can take the same type of approach with your book of business, right? Uh, whether we're hooking into a, a Neon or a, an Easy or whatever, you know, whatever your database is. And so right now you have a process from renewals that's probably something, you know, on the standard of, you know, new rate comes in for renewal. It's either a certain price and then you're going to shop it. And it's probably pretty manual. If you could imagine on just your rental book to speak for Obi, if every time when something came up for renewal because of data, you were automatically had an OB quote right there that was bindable. So the power of your CSR calling that client saying, hey, you're up, you could stay with travelers. Uh, and if they say, oh, that rate's too high, be like, oh, I have a thing and just instantly bind. You imagine what we can do. Uh, you know, it's going to put the raiders to the side. It's going to put all this other stuff a little bit to the side because we're actually going to have live quotes that you can bind using this data from that standpoint too. So, you know, um, you know, I think there's going to be a lot of data in our agencies. I'm curious and, how long yeah. before American, I'm curious how long before American modern and shit comes and buys you guys up. Cause this shit ain't going to last forever. Um, we had this conversation and Matt, I'm going to, I want to get your thoughts on this. We had this conversation yesterday. She, were you on the mastermind call? I don't think so. I was yeah. not, but you know, just to go into that one, um, there's 17 million, Americans right now, right? That's that owns a rental property. I think that's the number. Matt, correct me, I'm wrong. Um, I that is that is Ryan of us partners. I am not the 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 data guy. I, I, I'm the guy that makes up. So stuff. 17, 17 million rental owners, and you know, with VRBO, 
Airbnb, and that number is just increasing by the day, right? Um, I think they have a space that's broken because you look at a lot of the monster parent companies, and you can still only have three rental properties or four landlord properties um, per primary property, and they all have like their own underwriting guidelines. They got to have home auto with us before we can let them write four rental properties. We're max out cap at eight rental properties, some I have seen. And, you know, every state, they cap at five, six, seven, eight. Every state is different. So with so many, so many traditional legacy carriers looking at landlord property as something that's not profitable, that they just use to attach it to the home auto, and you have a company say, hey, you know what, we are only going to be good at one thing and one thing only. I think uh, 2022, 2022 beyond, it's going to be rewarding the niche companies as far as the parent company buyout. Mm. I don't know how I feel about yeah. that one. Well, I know I know when we have the first buyout candidate, it'll probably come from an intro from Jeff. So uh, that's why, once again, I, I stay close to him because he is uh, definitely well, in that I mean, space. I think- <laughs> I think this is very legitimate, though. Um, I, I really think it's something we have to look at. We, we talked about it yesterday in the mastermind a lot. That um, we'll we'll use uh, um, Coterie as an example. Coterie gets out there, starts slamming through, just eating up small business. Hartford just doesn't stand there and take that. They just don't go, oh, look at those guys over there. They buy that shit immediately and shut it down. It's the same stuff that happens in the AMS world with Vertifor and Applied. But now it's just you're going to start seeing this in the insurance carrier because there's all these little fish out there, these openlies, these branches, these clear covers, these OBs that are out there now. And then next two, three years, there's going to be more. And as we know, those little guys will buy those littler guys but it comes to this point in time where, I mean, right now, I'm pretty sure Hartford, American Modern, um, foremost, is sitting there looking at you going, okay, let's see if anybody else pops up. But if not, we're, we're going to get this guy. And yeah. I just really see that happening. And that's nothing bad. No, It's nothing great, but it's, it's just the way the market goes. And I can see that. Matt, you live in it. What do you think about that? I, I You know, I, I agree. So actually, this comes up a lot in our, uh, we, we call it the E-team meetings or whatever, you know, our, our executive team. And uh, I'm always pushing us to, you know, we're, uh, actually be a technology uh, within the space, right? Who happens to have started with rental insurance first, because I'm with you. I think that the legacy carriers, um, they need um, this layer two solution, right? I'm going to keep hitting crypto because Jeff's on the call with me here. But, you know, these legacy carriers are this big Ethereum, right? Like they're this big, massive, you know, movement and they don't move as fast, right? So 100%, I think we're going to be a huge target for legacy carriers and American model. All these ones are going to go. But what they really want from us is a faster distribution. They want us to be Amazon for them, right? That's and right. so that's really what interests me. I always say, let's keep building great technology. I just talked about how we can connect to independent agents and help their data better. You know, we're starting with rental first. It's just like, um, it's like Costco, right? Like you, we're starting with other brands, you know, other people's brands, distribution really good. We might eventually have our own products, our own Costco brands, but you know, that's kind of our method is we want to bring technology so that State Farm tomorrow says, you know what? We, 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 the reason we don't like our rental product is because it's such an overhead cost to us because X, Y, Z, but if we could 
connect it through OB and get that into Fundrise, you know, our expense ratio goes in half and blah, 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 right? Or things. So we are concentrating on both. We are concentrating on building out as a MGA, as a carrier. But we're also knowing that uh, we have the ability to really be kind of a layer two solution for potentially uh, some carriers as well. A layer two Casting solution, Jeff. We're always coming up with new Cast. things. Last time it was the Web 3.0 by Mr. Yep. She. Web 3.0, Web 3, and uh, Velocity yeah. on Money. Velocity on Money. And, and Matt just throws out think, here a layer two. What, what, what was it? Think of this way. Think of this way. The Amazon buy Zappos to kill Zappos or the Amazon buy Zappos to 10x Zappos. Uh, probably try to 10x them, but but if you find a really really fancy toy, you're gonna buy them and say, "Here's more money. Go do what you do." What that's what Facebook did with Instagram, and they try to do it with Snapchat, right? And but Facebook, when they bought Instagram, they say, "Okay, we bought you a billion dollars, but we really think you could be a fifty billion dollar company." I hope they didn't take the billion dollar in money. I hope they took it in Facebook stocks. Can you imagine 17 years ago, Tony Sai took $1.4 billion of Amazon stock? Wow. Yeah. Right? Think about that. So what I think is kind of cool is, you know, a company like Obi, you know, if I was in the E-team shoes, I would just not just look at legacy carriers as, you know, a Harford could be buy me out. You know, of course, there's Chubbs of the world. Chubbs, you know, they have demonstrated to the world that when they had that $24 billion purchase offered to Harvard, that Chubbs is shopping, right? So Chubbs is out there shopping. But the most coolest thing, I think, could be imagine OB and Branch where OB and Openly say, let's swap shares. I'm thinking, I'm just thinking out loud, like, what would I do, right? Like if I was in the distribution force and I can help OB grow and help branch grow, I wouldn't just say, hey, you know what, let's work together. I would say let's swap shares because now we truly have integrated interests in each other's solutions. And the bigger we help each other grow, the bigger that and carrot the exit is for both teams. And um, I think that's what you will see like in the coming days when these insure tech founders get rid of their pride. And then they start swapping shares with each other and then start really embedding on each other's platform. Yeah. Imagine ladders.com is embedded with like seven, eight carriers, two or three in short time distribution companies, four or five radar companies. Imagine that, like, this is when pride go out of the way and innovation starts. Yeah, the Avengers. And right? that's where I see the big insured t- I see the big insure tech carriers buying the smaller ones. For instance, what you just said, um, not to, not comparing size here, but why go and invent a a rental platform and program and tools when you can just go buy Obi? And I'm not talking about travelers. I'm not talking about Hartford. I'm talking about um, we'll just say some other home carrier. Why, why go build that out when you can do that? And then think of these insure tech carriers buying each other, becoming a behemoth. Mm-hmm we may have the opportunity for the bigger guys to, I think truthfully, if someone can get big enough, they'll tell the legacies to go F off. It's just and all about getting like, there. You know what I mean? So you have VRBO, you have Airbnb, right? Uh, you know, if I was sitting in the E-team, I would target them, right? I would target biggerpockets.com. I would target stuff like that. But, you know, VRBO and Airbnb, for them to target, 
OBS purchase. That makes sense, right? And imagine having swap shares, you know, cash and shares of someone like a VRB or Airbnb. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. you know, the the world really opens up like when you talk about the exit strategy and it gets really crazy. But, you know, we saw the Liberty Mutual purchase of State Auto. They literally purchased like premium for purchase price, mm-hmm. right? Like there was like dollar for dollar. So if somebody come trying to purchase OB, they really got to have an imagined build out for the next 10 years. Yeah. Imagination is I really think, important. You know, the, 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 the buyout isn't really, you know, um, it's something that you know everyone talks about i mean it's it's there but really you know jeff just brought up something and uh jeff and i and they were you know he's got us connecting with some of the founders in the space and everything like that as a side note but really uh i brought up this idea to ryan uh, our ceo i don't know six eight months ago and i called it avengers right and it's very similar to what um jeff mentioned is that I I want to be part of the revolution, not just like, you know, did something small in it and, and had an exit. And I think that over the next X amount of years, even the agency force or the broker force can be completely done differently. So if you got, let's call it the top 15 insure techs right now, they're all doing a different product or maybe even a client. And you combined and made one goose head, right? I'll just use as an example, right? So now the agent of the future, right? I'm, I'm, I'm Matt. I want to start in a brokerage. I'm in Indiana. I don't have any employees. I go out and get a, a an Avengers contract, right? And I automatically get a hippo, a lemonade, uh, an openly, a clear cover, uh, a cover hound, an OB, all these ones where I can literally, you know, sell and service, you know, using these new carriers right the you know the the you know it's like uh what we've been doing for years with sia and goosehead right they provide you the travelers the safe or whatever this could be the next thing for it and that's how i would like to work with the other insure techs is getting involved like in something like that where we're combining all our powers maybe there's some you know share swap or whatever but you know really you know uh the reason the avengers worked mm-hmm. is they were all talented on their own right they all had their superpowers but when they came together, they could, you know, go after that guy with the rings, you know. So um, that's what interests me is all of us coming together and starting the next wave of aggregates, the next wave of the insurance in a box for new agents, things like that. Talk about Ryan and Aaron. What'd you say? Drop it. Talk about Ryan and Aaron. I mean, like, you know, talk about the people that, how did you guys meet and then what led to yeah. one thing to another thing to another thing? Yeah. So Ryan and Aaron are uh, brothers. Uh we are from all from Michigan. Um, I they uh, so for the listeners, few, yeah. Ryan and Aaron are the other two co-founders of OB. Yes. Yep. So yeah, they start. So they are they started uh, OB, and then uh, we merged my company Skylight into OB uh, a few years back. And my connection with them was very simple. At the time, they were building out a tech platform in the real estate space. Uh, just like Facebook and these other things, they were trying to figure out how to monetize it. Uh, first step, you know, to you know, save your listeners a boring story is, you know, they were going to use insurance to, you know, monetize it, right? So uh, younger brother Aaron was best friends with my cousin. That was the connection in Michigan. He gives me a call one rainy Friday, says, hey, uh, we're trying to work with uh, one of the, the big like Gallagher type things. It's not working out that great. Um can you basically, can we meet, can, can you quote my, our stuff out and pay us a split commission? Will you have our PNC license, blah, blah, blah. 
So we started out as kind of a referral share partner type uh, situation. Uh, they started to grow as a company. They went to Y Combinator uh, program out in uh, San Francisco, uh, came out of that. They realized that they wanted to be kind of an insured tech carrier or an MGA type feel. Um, at that time, it made sense for us to you know combine companies. We stuck under the OB umbrella because that had the better brand, the more you know VC behind it, the better insure tech feel to it. But uh, the unique thing about our insure tech company is uh, we're actually built by insurance people and we have a, a pretty large brokerage, you know, in the back of it, right? Which most insure techs were formed by a former founder of 3M or, you know, or whatever. And they decided they wanted to get in the insurance space. So, you know, we have a good mix of uh, actual insurance people at our company. So that's, that's really how it all started. And, um, you know, where we're at today. Right. Dude, good stuff, right? Jeff, I'm loving it. Let's go ahead and wrap this up here with, uh, insure uh, tech week better than shark week. Um, Jeff, what do you think, brother? Got anything last minutes to say? I think this was a great conversation. We went places we didn't know we were going to go. No, it's great. It's awesome. Um, anything fun on the horizon for us on 2022 outside of bringing on the broker channel? Uh, 2022 is, yeah, it, I mean, brokers are going to be a, a big part of it, uh, launching these partners. Um, for us in 2022, internally, it's going to be a lot about capacity, right? That you start to uh, think about that as you get into the MGA carrier spaces. You know, uh, as a carrier, as a broker, you, you just assume you can write whatever you want as much as you want. If you have carriers, when you start to get into this space, you start to think about, okay, how much can I really write in the state of Florida? So uh, capacity in those meetings are big. And and then I think really just getting our brand out there, right? Like we've kind of stayed a little bit quiet because we weren't ready to, you know, explode. So I think uh, I think it'll be a year of really trying to get our name out there and, you know, connect with people and uh, do podcasts like this. And um, should be really, should be a fun year. I mean, I, I'm, uh, I think and we'll, uh, when we talk this time next year, you know, we'll have a lot to celebrate. Boom. I'm really excited about it. Matt, who's your mentor? Who's uh, who mentor you guys? Uh, for me, uh, my mentor has been you know a few people, but to be honest with you, it's it's continuously my dad. You know, uh, you know, I've always needed someone more as a sounding board and someone who can just kind of understand uh, the highs and lows and different things like that. So you know, he's been that always for me, and then. You know, to be honest with you, I find shades of that. I mean, to be honest with you, Jeff, you know, not to just flatter you on here, you know, you like I find you as a form of a mentor, right? Like you're you're definitely keeping me involved in things and morning texts of, you know, acquisitions and stuff like that. Um, I love right now, I love Ryan Hanley. You know, I, I love like, you know, so we all love Ryan. I, it's okay. I, I, it's all it's a Ryan. love obsession. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's, he's big buff You know, muscles. so uh, I find a lot of my mentors as peers, I mean, even within Aaron and Ryan, we do a lot of mentoring to each other because we have such diverse backgrounds. So uh, I've learned so much about API and tech and uh, real estate and all these things from those guys. So they've been huge mentors to me and I've been kind of hopefully, you know, giving them a little bit of uh, business knowledge and insurance knowledge, you know, back. So yeah, that, that's where I'm at with the mentor wow. uh, space. Fantastic. Awesome. I'm excited. <laughs> Fantastic. Thank you very much. Thank you. I appreciate your time, Matt. Man, it's been good. Sis, sis, studio. 
and uh, Mr. Jeff Shee. Thank you once again for joining me for uh, Insure Tech Week, which is better than Shark Week. And so I'll tell you what, Jeff, couldn't do it without you. Matt, thank you very much. I uh, hope you're here in a year or two, because if not, you're going to be sitting on a beach, really uh, uh, pockets full of cash from your merger. <laughs> uh, stay strong, brother. Stay with the IA channel because we are the greatest out there. I promise you. Hey, for all you loyal listeners, you know what I do because I do it for you. Tell me your thoughts and tell me your ideas, and I'm going to tell the world what you have to say. This has been Cass, he, she, and that is Sudica, and we are out. Hey, agents, listen to this. Listen to this. What are we terrible at? Think of it. Think of it. Really? We're, we're terrible at training, right? We're not very good at hiring. We're not very good, terrible at firing, actually. Uh, terrible at creating process and some workflows. Terrible at technology and implementing that technology and even knowing what type of technology we want. And the list goes on and on. Now, listen, I'm an agency owner. And I, you know how it is to, to fix a problem. The first thing you've got to do is you got to admit you have a problem. Here's what you do. Go to virtualintel.com. Check out what we do because we do all those bad things that you can't do. Really? And you may do one or two of them well. Good for you if you can do them all. Just want you to know you're in the minority. But if you can't do any of them good or you don't even want to do them anymore because it just takes too much mental power, then good for you for realizing that and give us a call. I'm telling you, virtual intelligence, that's what we do. And where we specialize in high quality VEs, not virtual assistants. Look it up. Go to ChatGPT. Put in what's the difference between a virtual assistant and a virtual employee. Enough said. I don't have enough time to go on and on about all the differences on this 60 second commercial. But you've got time to search it and look at it. That's what we do. We deliver high quality VEs. We mix the technology with it. We train them on the technology, give them and the technology to you, and you're off to the races. I'm not joking with you. You can call my agency at any time, ask for Lordland, and we do ask her, say, how fast are you able to do quotes? I've actually got a couple videos of it. That's right. We can do five to 10 carriers in one quote in three to seven minutes. So you give me an auto quote, I can do five to 10 carriers in three to seven minutes. How are we doing it? We're doing it through the technology of virtual intelligence. Give us a call, check us out. You can ask for me personally, I'll do the demo for you. Who are they? Cast certified.